Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 57 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week included SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, and Assetto Corso Competizione. The games coming out this week include Hunting Simulator 2, Minecraft Dungeons Jungle Awakens, The Otterman Empire, Alphadia Genesis, and Overcooked 2 Suns Out Buns Out. The games with gold for July 2020 have been announced, and they include WRCA FIA World Rally Championship, available from July 1st to the 31st on Xbox One, Dunk Lords from July 16th to August 15th on Xbox One, Saints Row 2 from July 1st to the 15th on Xbox One and Xbox 360, and Juju available from July 16th to the 31st on Xbox One and Xbox 360. Now into last week's biggest news stories and we have 9 to cover this week. Number 1, Halo Infinite Banished confirmed a new teaser video. Matt Perslow at IGN writes, A new tease for Halo Infinite has confirmed that the Banished will be part of the long-awaited next game in the series. The short teaser video which sees a communication device decipher a signal features a gravelly voice delivering a message to humanity. Quote, the hour approaches, forces occupy the ring. Within hours it will be under our control. Humanity will burn. The Brazen Defiance will be all but a memory. No more prophets. No more lies. We stand together, brothers to the end. We are his will. We are his legacy. We are the Banished. End quote. The Banished are a mercenary organization set up after a rebellion in the Covenant Empire. The alien antagonists in the Halo series, they are largely made up of Jirani, better known as Brutes to humanity, but also count many of the Covenant races among their ranks, including the Grunts, Elites, and Hunters. The Banished featured as one of the two main playable races in Halo Wars 2, alongside the human UNSC, and so the plot of Halo Wars 2 may have impact or be referenced by Halo Infinite. The auto references the Prophets, a leadership race of the Covenant, as well as mention that we are his will and we are his legacy. Who the his is in this is unclear, but may potentially refer to Atreyx, the leader of the Banished in Halo Wars 2. Brutes were not seen as the enemies in Halo 4 or 5, so this signals a welcome return for the fan favorites. Now, where's my gravity hammer? We'll likely find out much more about the Banished's role in Halo Infinite at the next Xbox Series X event, which is promised to show first-party games running on the upcoming console in July. Very exciting stuff, we are on the eve of finding out way more about Halo Infinite at the July event. Over the last year I went through all the Halo games again, except for Halo Wars 2, the only game I have not played yet. I started it but just fell off. Now seeing that it will have some impact on the new game, I am excited that I held off as I'll play it closer to launch in anticipation for the new game. Number 2. Xbox boss Phil Spencer says Microsoft is in very good position after watching PS5 show. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Xbox boss Phil Spencer has spoken about Sony's recent PS5 reveal event. Spencer says he felt good after watching the show and that the hardware advantages and the Xbox Series X games lineup put Microsoft in a very good position. Spencer mentions that the hardware advantages and the Xbox Series X games lineup are two reasons that put Microsoft in a very good position, adding, just being honest, I felt good after seeing their show. I think the hardware advantages that we have built are going to show up as we're talking more about our games and frame rates and other things. Quote, I thought the games lineup that we're going to have at launch, I felt really good about it. And we got more clarity on what Sony are doing at their show would just help us focus in on more of what we have. And I think that will be a strength for us at launch. 
I thought Sony did a good job, but when I think about the position that we're in with the games that we're going to be able to show, and how they're going to show up, and the hardware advantage that we have, I think we're in a very good position." End quote. Also during Game Lab Live, Spencer believes that Microsoft's Xbox All Access subscription program will be critical for the launch of the Xbox Series X and during the generation. I gotta say my expectations are becoming higher and higher as my hype becomes higher and higher leading up to the July event. Hearing the confidence in Phil Spencer gets me extremely excited for this show. Number 3. Games optimized for Xbox Series X will include ray tracing, higher frame rates, and faster loading. Drew Scrabbles at IGN writes, Microsoft has provided a deeper explanation of its optimized for Xbox Series X tag, explaining that games badged this way will have very specifically built for the next-gen console with a variety of benefits. In a new Xbox Wire blog post, it's explained that games with the optimized for Series X badge have to have been either natively designed for or fully rebuilt for Xbox Series X. Brand new games built natively include Halo Infinite and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, while enhanced games include Gears 5. The post breaks down a series of benefits to optimize games comprising ray tracing, a performance target of 60 frames per second at 4K resolution, rising up to 120 frames per second in some games, and virtually eliminated load times. However, Jason Ronald made clear that these are not a features checklist that must be met to earn an optimized badge. We don't dictate game design, he explained. The badge can be earned as long as they're designing the game and building the game on the Xbox Series X development platform and really tailoring it to take advantage of it. For all the hardcore Xbox fans, I encourage you to read the full blog post. During the first year of the console, it's going to be interesting to see how many developers will fully optimize their games for Series X and earn the badge, and how many will just enhance their games such as Gears 5. Number 4. Leaked Microsoft Document Hints at Second Next-Gen Xbox Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft has been planning a second, cheaper, and less powerful next-gen Xbox console, codenamed Lockhart. It's designed to take most of the key next-gen improvements found in the Xbox Series X and provide them at a lower price point for gaming at 1080p or 1440p. A newly leaked Microsoft document posted on Twitter includes references to this Lockhart console and multiple Project Scarlet consoles. Project Scarlet was the name Microsoft originally used to reveal its Xbox Series X console before it was officially named. Rumors had suggested two next-gen consoles under the broader Project Scarlet plans, Anaconda and Lockhart. Microsoft has etched an Anaconda snake into the Xbox Series X mainboard, but the company has never publicly discussed its Lockhart plans. The leaked document also mentions a Lockhart profiling mode. Sources familiar with Microsoft's Xbox plans tell The Verge that this special Lockhart mode is part of the Series X developer kit. The dev kit codenamed Dante allows game developers to enable a special Lockhart mode that is a profile of the performance that Microsoft wants to hit with the second console. We understand that this includes 7.5GB of usable RAM, a slightly underclocked CPU speed, and around 4 teraflops of GPU performance. The Xbox Series X includes 13.5GB of usable RAM and targets 12 teraflops of GPU performance. Developers will be able to use this Lockhart mode to test their games against their performance profile and do validation checks. Microsoft is expected to position its Lockhart console for 1080p or 1440p gaming, two of the most popular resolutions used by the PC gaming monitors currently. I'm feeling more and more that we're finally going to see and they will unveil Project Lockhart at the July event, but who knows. It seems at this point it would be incredible if this didn't exist, given the number of rumors and leaks that we have had regarding the console, I guess we'll have to find out in less than a month. Number 5. Microsoft is shutting down Mixer will now partner with Facebook Gaming. Adam Bankhurst.IGN writes, Microsoft has announced that it will be shutting down Mixer on July 22nd and it will redirect all Mixer sites and apps to Facebook Gaming. The news was announced on Xbox Wire with Microsoft admitting that, 
quote, it became clear that the time needed to grow our own live streaming community to scale was out of measure with the vision and experiences we wanted to deliver to gamers now, end quote. Microsoft has made the decision to transition all of its streamers to Facebook gaming if they choose, meaning that those who signed exclusive deals, namely Tyler Ninja Blevins, Corey Kingathile and Michael, and Michael Shroud Gruzik, will be free to return to Twitch or continue on to Facebook gaming. A very sad story for all those who depended on Mixer for income and their platform for their communities. I gotta admit I was so shocked as I thought Mixer was being heavily invested in by Microsoft, which it was with the exclusive streamers, and that they would really try to push it with their next-gen vision this year, but I guess not. Number 6. See if these is getting custom servers to let pirates frolic in peace. Natty Oxford or US Gamer Rights? See if these, Microsoft's online swashbuckling pirate adventure, is on its way to getting custom servers. The custom servers will take players out of Sea of Thieves' PvE environment, which will make it much easier for interested community members to explore, play, and create without the risk of rival pirates stabbing them in the throat. Quote, one of the many things we have always loved about Sea of Thieves is being able to witness the creativity of our players within the sandbox we provide, end quote. Read the Steam blog post published today about the custom servers. Quote, we've seen so many things from legendary races, fashion shows, and fishing competitions, through to entirely new games like Skullball, The Pirate Games, and countless others, end quote. That creativity is what inspired the developers at Rare to move ahead with the custom servers, though the studio warned that they won't be available to everyone at first. The alpha will be open to selected creators and community groups to utilize for community events, who will then gather feedback and data that will go into the final build. I know this is very exciting news for the Sea of Thieves community, as this is something they were clamoring for for a long time, so good on Rare. Number 7. Rocksteady reportedly working on a Suicide Squad game. Jordan Allman at IGN writes, A new report claims that Batman Arkham Studio Rocksteady is indeed the developer behind the Suicide game mentioned in the domain name registrations. According to Eurogamer, the London studio has been working on the project for years, and the quote, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League end quote domain is potentially the game's full title, as well as a summation of its content. Eurogamer also says that the domains were registered by WB Interactive, that Gotham Knights does refer to WB Montreal's long-rumored Batman Court of Owls game, and that both games will be shown in some respect at the DC Fandom event. I'm excited to see what these games are at the event on August 26th. The Batman Arkham games have long been on my backlog, and maybe seeing these games will finally push me to play those games. Number 8. Crash Bandicoot 4 is on its way at last. Maddie Myers at Polygon writes, It's been 22 years since Crash Bandicoot Warped, the third entry in the original Crash Bandicoot trilogy, and 10 years since the last original Crash Bandicoot game. In other words, Crash fans have been waiting for a long time for today's news. Toys for Bob has a new Crash Bandicoot game in the works, fittingly titled Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time. Toys for Bob previously worked on the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, which was a remaster of the original Crash Trilogy, as well as the Spyro Reignited Trilogy. The team's latest project isn't a remaster though, Crash Bandicoot 4 is a brand new game in the Crash series that will pick up immediately after the events of Warped, which left villains Neocortex, Dr. Entropy, and Uka Uka stranded on a far-off planet. In Crash 4, the antagonists escape and once again threaten to take over the multiverse. Players will inhabit Crash or Coco, as well as Neocortex, who will have its own special levels along the way. Crash Bandicoot 4 It's About Time will be released on October 2nd on PS4 and Xbox One. I know this is very exciting news for a lot of people. I have no affinity for the trilogy as I never played any of the Crash games or the Spyro games. Hate me if you must. And number 9, Marvel's Avengers confirmed for PS5, Xbox Series X, current gen players can upgrade to next gen version for free. Jordan Serrani at IGN writes, Marvel's Avengers is officially coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X when the console launches this holiday. 
Those who purchase the game on PS4 or Xbox One either physically or digitally will be able to upgrade to the respective next-gen version free of charge. Square Enix also announced Avengers will support cross-generation play between PlayStation and Xbox consoles. PS5 owners can play with PS4, Series X can play with Xbox One. Players will also be able to transfer saves between current and next-gen consoles. As a huge Marvel Cinematic Movie Universe fan, I am very intrigued by this game. However, after even the event this week, watching this game just doesn't get me excited to play it. The gameplay does look boring, but I hope I am surprised. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this week we are going to go over the full list of optimized for Xbox Series X games announced so far. These include Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Bright Memory Infinite, Call of the Sea, Chivalry 2, Chorus, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Dirt 5, FIFA 21, Gears 5, Halo Infinite, Hitman 3, Madden NFL 21, Marvel's Avengers, Outriders, Scarlet Nexus, Scorn, Second Extinction, The Ascent, The Medium, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service or YouTube, share with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I marathoned through The Last of Us Part 2, which was an excellent, excellent game. If you play the first one, you absolutely have to play it, but I don't think you need to hear that from me. Just go anywhere on the internet. I've also continued to jump into Call of Duty Warzone, my current gaming addiction. My name is Brian Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.